are listening to the Derek Asante Podcast, a show that brings you insightful conversations about everyday topics. We just aim to keep the discussion above the average. Our guests are the ones bringing the social proof to the conversation. Let's get into it. I'm your host, Derek Asante, and I'm back with another episode. First of all, I want to thank everybody for your continuous support, subscriptions, likes, commentary, shares. Please continue to do it. It's very, very, very much appreciated. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, It's going to be another episode that I think you'll enjoy. First of all, I want to start by saying that I had a great week, my family, this past week. And, um, you know, it, it was incredible. You know, both kids' birthdays came around the corner. We celebrated them and they had a blast. We made memories with them. We took a nice trip and exposed them to different things and, and so forth. So I want to say that I'm revived with that trip. I got to spend some time with my kids, my wife, and uh, it's been great. Had some time off of work, um, going back with, you know, more energy and, and a lot more to offer. Because sometimes a break is needed, you know? And uh, so I want to jump off with this episode. And I want to talk to you about a few things that were on my mind, even as I was on this vacation. And I started to think about habits, you know, different habits that I have and different habits that I know a lot of people that I'm, I'm close with have and some of the decisions that people make. And I kind of wonder why or how they came to that conclusion, what pushed them to get to that point. Um, why didn't they make that decision and so forth? So there's a lot of these things that I, I start to think about. I don't have the answers. I didn't get to ask these individuals these questions because sometimes it's a little too personal. You know what I mean? And I have to respect that. But nonetheless, the thought still runs through my mind because that's just the way I function. I'm always thinking about things and and asking why. I'm curious. I want to know. And I think I'm going to make a better effort moving forward to make sure I ask these individuals, not on the personal things, but on some of the things that are a bit more trivial that I I know I can get away with asking them about. So I'll make sure I do that. I make the conscious effort to do that. And it's just, it's incredible. It's incredible when I think about those things. Habits in general are fascinating to me because they're so fluid. They come and go, and sometimes they become very rigid, and that's when it gets dangerous. But nonetheless, a habit is still a habit. Whether good or bad, it's still a habit. And we need to be aware of our habits. They're a beautiful thing when you develop the right ones right? Like anything else, when the going is great, nobody questions, everybody's good with it. It can be detrimental if the wrong ones are adopted, right? So think about that. When you decided, you know what, I'm going to start taking hikes because I heard that it's good for me, it's good for the heart, it gets my blood flow going, and it gets my energy up. And it's a good exercise. I get to keep my weight down or whatever the reason might be. And that that's a good habit. 
and you pick it up and you adopt it and you work with it. The first three months is going to be great. It's going to be beneficial, but then it plateaus out because your body gets adjusted. Then you say, well, I'm not getting the results that I wanted or that I was getting in the early stages. So, mm, you know what? I'm going to cut out hiking. And guess what? You adopt a negative habit by going back to the way you were eating before and so forth. So that's just an example to show you that we can flip-flop. And there's nothing wrong with doing that, by the way. There's nothing wrong. What I'm pointing out is we need to be aware that we're making these changes. Sometimes we make them without even being conscious that we're making them. That is where the price is hidden. That is where the fine print is that we don't see. And the cost, you know, that we're going to pay for comes much later. So keep that in the back of your mind. That habits are a beautiful thing when you develop the right ones. However, they can be extremely detrimental. You adopt the wrong ones, right? A lot of people may not be um, aware of this simple fact, but structure is a majority, like it's, it's one of the major benefits of habits, structure. So if you feel like your life is not, you know, flowing, if you feel like your life is not flowing or, or moving in the direction that you would like it to go, then the first thing I would say is check your list of habits and it is there that you'll discover your answer, right? Life's not going the way you envision it. Chances are, you have some habits that you need to get rid of and some new ones that you must adopt. It's just that simple, right? Like I wish I wish it was more complicated than that, but it really isn't. And this is the challenge. Life is simple in itself, but we complicate things, right? So I want to go back to structure because structure is important when you think about it in every sense of the way. It provides a great sense of purpose and rhythm in your daily routines, right? Think about it. You put your toothbrush the same place every day. Your toothpaste is going to be in the same spot. The, the soap you use to shower is going to be in the same spot. You don't relocate it, right? Your dinner chairs, the seats that you sit at the table, they're always going to be at the same location. Nothing changes. We know where our shoes are at the door before we leave the house. We know where we hang our coats. It's a structure. So at the most basic level, we all have structure, right? But when we're trying to get beyond that basic level into a different level, we have to adopt different habits, which require a different level of structure. Okay? So... If you don't think structure is important, then you must love chaos, right? It's always a bad day when we operate with un uncertainty. Think about that. When you're not sure what's coming or what you have planned or what's ahead in your day, you feel off, disoriented, unorganized unproductive, right? You don't feel like you, you accomplished anything at the end of that day. There's too much uncertainty. 
right? Because the follow-up feeling is literally a lack of control. When you think about uncertainty, that feeling that follows that is, shoot, I don't have control over anything today. I have no idea what's going to happen today. Why don't I have a, I, I have a clue as to what's going to happen today, right? And that's literally stemming from the lack of structure. And when there's uncertainty, guess what? You're not going to have the best of days moving forward. And we all have one of these days where we just feel like we're not productive at all and things aren't just going the way that we hoped, you know, and there's nothing we can do. It's, you know, I call it the funk. We're in the funk and we can't get out of it. We can't shake it. Sometimes it's just literally letting that day ride itself out. You sleep it through, you know, you sleep it off and, and you wake up with a new start and you move forward that way. The reality of it is forward movement with a positive energy actually requires structure. So you got to wake up with that positive energy. You got to say to yourself, you know what? Today's going to be a better day. It's going to be a great day. And I'm going to make it happen. How am I going to make it happen? Well, I got to make sure my structure is in place. I got to make sure my habits are on the positive side, outweighing the negative. Okay? Because structure brings us balance. As long as you continue to develop new and positive habits. That's the key. You have to be curious and willing to develop new habits. You have to be working on it every day to say, you know what? I'm going to have a positive attitude regardless of what the world might present to me. Regardless of what that, you know, negative Sally is going to say to me. Regardless of what somebody's going to try to put in my way to slow me down or throw me off course. My attitude is exactly that. It's mine. It's my responsibility to develop it. It's my responsibility to make sure it's in the right space for me to function. It's not someone else to dictate or control. Solely mine. And so I'm going to mind my business. I'm going to make it my business to mind. Okay? So your attitude is yours. Everything stems from that. The habits that you develop through that is going to propel you to the next level right above that basic foundation level that everyone has. Now, there's another thing I have to stress. This is important, so pay close attention. Adaptability is a skill that we must develop. Like you can't you can't cut corners on this. You can't, you know, put it to the side. You can't park it Adaptability is a skill that you must develop along with the right behaviors, right? In order to effectively manage or withstand all that life has to throw at you. And I mean, whether it's, you know, success that's coming your way or obstacles, either way, you need to be adaptable, right? You also need to have the right behaviors, which goes back to the Attitude that I just talked about. Because success and obstacles are both challenging. 
one isn't easier than the other. Let me repeat. Both success and obstacles are equally challenging. One is not easier than the other. I don't know why everybody thinks success is easy. And failure is so hard. In, in, if anything, I think failure is the easier thing because it's easier for people to quit than it is to push through in the unknown. But marketing and, and all these, you know, media platforms have allowed us to believe that success is easy. That's far from the truth. And so because we bought into this, this machine, when we hit a wall or a small speed bump of an obstacle, on our way to success, we were, we result back right back to you know the comfort zone where failure is acceptable. Okay, so this is part of the challenge. There's a lot of things we got to work on. A lot we got to work on. But that mentality needs to change. Now, everyone needs a logical, emotional and psychological flexibility to manage all the circumstances that we go through on a daily basis, right? Life is not a walk in the park. It really isn't. It's more like a walk in the Amazon. You don't know what's going to come towards you. But you got to make sure you got your tools, you got your survival pack, right? You got your instincts, your knowledge, your experience, everything that you've been exposed to, all of that is coming with you when you're walking through that Amazon. You can't leave any tool behind because you don't know if you're going to need it. This is the way we should be navigating this world. But instead, a lot of us have gotten comfortable with just, you know, the mediocre. We're comfortable just being. Okay? But you need flexibility in all those areas, right? Logically, emotionally, and psychologically. Okay? I mean, you can throw in, you know, uh, physical health and all those things as well because they are important. Right? But refusing to be flexible in life is literally you're choosing to die. Being stagnant doesn't mean you're living. Right? Being content with what you already have doesn't mean you're alive. So you got to keep that in mind. You got to keep pushing. Human beings are not meant to be comfortable with just what we have. Your brain is ever evolving. Your spirit is constantly yearning for more engagement. Right? So why neglect that? The minute you neglect it, death sets in. Illness sets in, right? The idea of quitting becomes acceptable, okay? So keep that in mind. You got to be flexible. And you can't stick to the one diet that you believe, right? Let me just give you some examples here. Oftentimes, we choose a diet and we say we're going to stick to it. You can't stick to the one diet. Your body isn't simple. Right? Depriving your body of certain nutrients 
is going to lead to something else. We're complex beings as far as our physical being. But really, the way we look at the world, we've complicated it. It's actually simpler than it needs to be. I shouldn't say that. It's simpler than it is or appears to be. Okay? So you can't stick to one diet, for example. Right? You also can't keep the same circle of friends for a lifetime and complain about your life. Think about that. A lot of people have kept the same people in their circles and then complain about life and why things aren't going the way they, they should or they wanted to. Well, this is because you refuse to meet new people who are doing the things that you want to be doing. So again, it goes right back to the individual. Self-accountability, how are we pushing ourselves out of our comfort zones? No one's going to do that for you, unfortunately. As bad as it sounds, no one's going to do that for you. I sure am not sitting around waiting for somebody to come around and say, hey, uh, here's an opportunity, let's do this, and this is going to be the outcome. Or let me teach you how to make you know, this much money or or become a health guru or whatever it is. Nobody's going to give you the template and say, here, go ahead and run with it. And those who are offering that, there's a price tag to it, right? It ain't free. So if you don't even have the means to be able to afford that, you can't use it. You can't access it, even though that person is presenting it to you at a price and you still can't afford it. And that's also because your attitude, your habits have yet to change. The same way the friends that you've kept in your circles have yet to change. If they haven't changed and they haven't evolved, what makes you think you're going to be so far ahead of them? Most of your time is spent with them. Right? So rather than pointing the finger, let's look in the mirror and point, you know, the finger at that person that we see. You can't continue to doubt everyone or everything when you don't care enough to read up on the subject for yourself. Right? And then you wonder why you always seem to be the only one walking away from a debate or a conversation feeling upset. Think about that. If this scenario I just mentioned happens to you often, chances are you are the problem. Let me elaborate for you. You're the problem because you chose to be in that circumstance. You put yourself there. You're the problem because you allowed that individual that upset you to come in your space and debunk everything that you have in mind or your theories. And you had no clue about where they got their facts from. The other problem is you are not versed in that subject matter, but you stood there trying to argue or debate or trying to hold a conversation that you had no ability, skill set, knowledge, or experience with. So yes, that person's 100% of the time is going to push your buttons if that's their intention 
or make you feel very, very small because they will quickly understand that you are not versed on this subject matter. And because you're not versed and you didn't admit that you're not versed in it and become a learner in that situation, they are going to take advantage of you, make you feel that much smaller. And you can't turn around and blame them because again, you weren't open to the situation. You were not flexible to say, you know what? I don't know much about that subject matter. Please educate me. Then maybe turn around and do your own research and come back and have a follow-up discussion. But you're not willing to do any of that. Why? Because that's work in your mind. You consider that to be work. Well, I'm looking at it. I'm saying that's not being curious enough. That's someone who believes they are a master when in fact they should be a student who's interested in learning. These are the situations that you will always encounter and wonder why. You've got to change something, right? And these examples are just fine reminders of what ignorance can cost you, right? And these are just small ticket items. Like the, the cost of these scenarios that I just mentioned are small ticket items, But from this point and moving forward, price points are only going to be more expensive out of your budget, right? Your budget won't be able to manage the price points of the level of ignorance if you refuse to change or be flexible, develop the right attitude and habits. It's only going to cost you more and more each time, right? So be honest with yourself. Okay, I want to I want to give you this quote here or more of a statement. I find that people merely do what they have to do. As well as what they want to do. But the true impact and change occurs when people do what they should do. And eventually we will all eliminate or minimize the things we have to do. Right. So do what you should do. Don't just stick to doing what you want to do or what you have to do, but do what you should do. Because doing what you should do is going to put you in a better situation. Every single time. Not what you have to do. See, don't get it confused. When I say do what you want to do or what you have to do, what happens is this. When you do what you have to do, that's the bare minimum. Okay? That's the bare minimum. That's like the basic of basics. Even if it's at work or in a relationship, anything that you have to do. If you do what you have to do, that's just the outline. No extras. And when you do what you want to do, it's even lesser than what you have to do. Because now you don't care. There's a bit of attitude with that. Doing what you want to do mm, is a bit of attitude, a bit of arrogance that come with that, right? A, a bit of privilege um, that I don't, I don't, you know, have to do this. I'm going to do what I want to do. You have a problem with authority or just structure. And because you have a problem with structure, guess what? You're going to stay in the same box you've been in. Okay. But doing what you should do, 
changes everything. That's because you know what you have to do. And then the next step above that is what you should do, meaning you're going above and beyond what you have to do. That's the beauty. That's the power, right? That's the impact and the influence that you actually have when you start to do more than what's expected of you. Okay? So keep that in mind. Don't get stuck in that space of I'm doing what I have to do. The bare minimum, nothing more. But I'm going to do what I should do, which is the right thing every single time, even when I don't want to do it. I know I should do it, so therefore I'm going to do it. Okay? That's something that you need to consider as you're processing this. Um, Habits, again, are actions and inactions. Habits are choices and indecisions. They are also decisions. And the list goes on and on and on. But the point I'm trying to make is this. They affect us in various ways, right? And many of them we've taken for granted. And we take them for granted every single day until the bill collector comes knocking. Right? Now, the bill collector in this scenario here is death, terminal illness, or a tsunami of bad luck. And at that point, you already know that it's probably too late. Right? If you let the bill collector show up at your door, chances are it's too late. Because before they show up at your door, they've already given you so many warning signs that you ignored. Right? They've sent you all the notices. By the way, uh, your knee is still hurting. and It's been a year. Right? Uh, By the way, your liver and your kidney area is still giving you pains. That was signs of cancer. You should have paid attention to it. Right? By the way, you're getting a lot of, uh, the migraines aren't getting any better. You're still popping the Advil, but it's still not getting any better. You might have a tumor. Right? By the way, you have a, a, a lingering cough. Might be pneumonia. These are signs. Something needs to change. You gain weight. Ooh, something needs to change. That's an obvious one because you can see it. Right? You know you're way past that point that you should have been at. Make a change. You're always late for work. Mm, You got some bad habits. Or you're always running into work. Instead of being at work, relaxed and ready to work, You're running in every morning to work, which means you have no sense of time. You're disorganized. Okay? So again, habits are actions, inactions, choices, decisions, and indecisions that we make. Okay? We make them on a regular basis. Like I said, we take a lot of these things for granted. But when that bill collector comes, it's not a good sign. Okay? Might be too late at that point. 
I also find that, <clears throat> pardon me, we spend so much of our time at work and what's left of it, we spend it telling ourselves beautiful lies to justify, right? Just to justify the many ways we waste our own time and energy. The choices that we make, right? Decisions that we make, they don't always propel us to where we want to end up. But it feels so damn good that we'll just keep doing it. It doesn't move us forward, but it feels so good being where we are that we forget about moving forward until that fun is over and moving forward punches us in the face again. Like, stupid. You were supposed to be doing this for those three hours. Instead, you were just listening to music or jamming to this or scrolling on Instagram or watching Facebook videos. And now you're behind, you know, the eight ball, the final hour, and you're going to whip something together. It's not going to be to your satisfaction. You settled. Right? These are just some of the ways that we waste our time and our energy. Question I have for you to ponder on is this. If the agenda you subscribe to isn't leading you where you want to be, then why make it your agenda? Okay? If there's a habit or an addiction that you have subscribed to and it's leading you away from where you want to end up, and why make it your agenda? Why is it even an item on your agenda? Food for thought. That is one habit that you can easily correct if you chose to. Let's see how many of us actually make the switch and adopt a new habit, a better habit, right? Uh, for me, a habit that I'm you know, working on is building my karma for tomorrow. Right? And what, what I mean by that is I'm trying to do as much good and positive vibes as possible towards other people. Right? I'm trying to do all of that today, every day. Right? That's my goal. I'm building my karma for tomorrow. So today... I'm giving everything and everyone my best. That's a goal. That's a, an objective that I'm working on, right? How am I going to achieve that? I don't exactly know, but I do know that when I'm in the present and I'm in your presence, I also want to make sure I'm giving you my best, right? Whether that means I'm being truthful, right? And as we all know, the truth can hurt sometimes. I'm working on being candid about it, right? I'm, I'm working on being straightforward about it. I'm also working on making sure I don't, I don't carry other people's emotional states with me. And I'm conscious of that. So if I have something to say to somebody and, you know, they respond emotionally and not logically because they refuse to hear everything entirely in its entirety and just took the bits and pieces that triggered them emotionally, then that's something they need to work on. That's nothing for me to work on. It's not my emotions. So just a heads up, 
if I run into anybody that's extremely sensitive or emotional, I'm going to be honest. That's all I can do. Okay. But it's a part of my journey. I'm working on building my karma up, right? I feel like I can get it really high. And so that's my focus. I'm going to try and get it as high as I can. Why? So that I can be rewarded in the future, right? When people are paying me back. Okay. Now, while we're on that subject, the only person who can decide to adopt or eliminate a habit is you. You have to decide the things that you want to do with your life instead of, you know, playing the victim role and having things done to your life. Because trust me, things will get done to your life if you don't make decisions that are going to be beneficial to your life. That I can promise any and everyone listening. If you don't start now with the habits and decide on, you know, which ones you want to adopt and which ones you want to um, eliminate, then trust me, the world has a plan for you unless you plan for yourself. Okay? So, one of the expected, um, I shouldn't say expectations, exceptions, right? One of the exceptions to quit in life. <laughs> the only time, I guess I shouldn't say the only time, but one of the times that you're allowed to quit is when, you know, it has to do with a bad habit that you're trying to shed. So if you're trying to shed a bad habit, then kudos to you. I encourage you to quit because it's only going to allow you to win the right habits that you put in place of it, right? So go ahead and quit. Only if it has to do with letting go of a bad habit, okay? Um, the thing about life that I'm still learning is this, that um, we don't pay a price in life. You know, some people, have, I've heard people say it all the time that, you know, uh, life is a price to pay. Like, no, no. The more information that I come across and more reading that I do, I'm starting to understand that it's actually not a price that we pay. A few things that we need to do, that we go through. For example, we're either going to endure in failure, in violence, and poverty, or we're going to benefit from success and all the opportunities that we come across. That's life. There isn't a price to be paid. It's just things to endure. Right? And things to benefit from. That's what it comes down to. When people talk about the haves and the have-nots, the have-nots are enduring. In failure, because mindsets haven't changed. In violence, because environments haven't changed. And poverty, because they believe that is the only choice. And others benefit from success because they believe there's an abundance out there, right? And opportunities because they know it's rare, so they must seize it. That's the difference in life. So if you want to put a price tag on that, then yes, I guess we can say that, you know, we're paying a price. But if you can't put a price tag on it, then we're just simply willing to endure or benefit. I want to end off with this. 
first for any of this to make sense to you, for your life to actually have a great impact and a trajectory in the way that you want it to be. First, you need to change your mind from what it currently is to a better state. And do it often with intention. Be intentional about changing your mind for the better. Be flexible, not rigid. Change is flexible. Being rigid is stagnant. And check your habits frequently. I mean frequently. And you're checking it to see if they align with your vision for your life. Okay? I'll leave you with that. Until next episode, love, peace, and nappiness.